There we go. Semen Retention Seminar Saturdays. Brought to you by Garbage Juice Podcast. No more. We've given up on semen retention. It's a... Um, <laughs> It's a fool's errand. We have no more to um, contribute to the world of semen retention, at least not for this week. Um, <laughs> welcome back, Garbage Juice Podcast listener. Welcome back to the show. All right, we can cut in a cold open there. And I can, were you able <laughs> to pick to up? Cut, you're gonna have to cut something in there. <laughs> were you able to pick up? I, I froze like a door in the deer in the headlights, you know. I didn't know where you were going there. And I once just... we hit once we hit record, it becomes an awkward middle school, like first time holding hands with a girl relationship. <laughs> like uh or situation. I, I thought you were gonna say, you know, in middle school where they used to have kids do like the morning announcements. Uh, you're, did you have that oh, at middle school? I did that shit. I was one of those <laughs> yeah. freaks. <laughs> so yeah, usually the kid doing it, you know, they'd be like, uh, "Yeah, and today it's meatloaf in the cafeteria." And <laughs> yeah, Miss Miss Bennett says to make sure not to run in the halls, and if you're in out in class five minutes after the bell, you're gonna get detention, or if you're out of class, you know, these type of things. <laughs> You had a class five minutes. It was always like uh, the the most awkward uh, uh, thing. It would be awesome to have uh, as a professional podcaster. I'm going to help out the morning news <laughs> AV club, and I'm gonna come in there, <laughs> and we're gonna we're gonna get this thing up to a, a higher standard. Oh, so welcome, Northside Elementary. This is your Monday morning. We are your announcers. We are, we are your, um, this is the morning news. And then they just go and in, clipping into like all the kids that got in trouble the week before. They just go right into the violet. Like, you got you to gotta get the attention of your listener. And what's going to sell? We just take a note from the local news and we just get right into um who got suspended and why yeah. like just a list of the kids that got suspended over the past week and why that's good in school suspension yeah. daddy smith and laura tandem this is a naughty list of who will not be getting on the uh personal pan pizza book club fair <laughs> vip tickets <laughs> Remember to text I, in 404-3033330 to uh, Readers Readers Clubs of America uh, to get your... Remember that thing? Scholastic Book Fair. That's what it was. The yeah, Scholastic, Scholastic Book Fair. Book. That's where you'd get your goosebumps. You know, remember your goosebumps I, books? I just remember the pizzas that you would get somehow for going or having. Some, something about a you'd get a book fair and then you'd get a pizza. Yeah, right. If so, it was books. to incentivize you yeah. oh. to give you some incentive to do that. Uh, but I, to be honest, and I'm curious about your thoughts on this, I couldn't imagine a worse hell than being like a grown man, like an adult in his 30s, yes. and have to spend a single minute in a middle school, whether it's your job, like, like, especially if it's your job, like, 
I mean, why else would you be there, right? I mean, it's not it's not Billy Madison or whatever. You're not there for any other reason, but you'd be working there, right? I can't imagine a worse thing in life. And um, th- I, that's why I think truly awful. A lot, like a lot. Yeah. Your average 13-year-old is a total piece of shit, like a, a rampaging piece of shit. Absolutely. I think we've mentioned that on the show before, uh, middle school is the worst age for children and the teachers are the real heroes. Yeah, welcome back to the show, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we're happy that you choose us as your number one audio radio experience. We look forward to being your go-to station for the Internet's biggest and brightest takes from the Southern Millennial Non-Snowflake Male Canon. That's us. That's Garbage Use Podcast. That's what we're off. <laughs> we know our listeners love tuning in for the world-famous Garbage Juice Critique on all things new and shiny in this bizarre time and place that we call now. Chime like new age kind of music in the background there. While the world surely soon will end, as made apparent by mass psychosocio bio rot, it's important you and your family know how and where to catch the vibe. You feel me? Where's the vibe at? Where do you go to, listener? You come here. You love it here. So without further delay, uh, up and onward with the show, Lee, how's your first 2.5 weeks? of 2023 going oh, how's it man. shaping up um it feels like the beginning of the end of the world wow yeah the vi- that that vibe folks you felt it i i felt it there's um a, an anxious um edge of your seat this and um the cold dark hours of gloomy january right and this is how we start our year Depressed. Depressed. Ready for it to all end. It needs to be a bargaining compensation to some type of deep, deep down debt of shame to some higher presence or a loved one, uh, someone close by. I just, you know, just going back a few weeks, the new, even the New Year shows, it just didn't seem like anyone gave a shit. No, no one cared. We're looking and back. Times Square yeah. was full of people. Yeah, but they didn't seem happy to be there. Now, I remember as a kid watching the ball drop with my mom would stay up to watch it. My grandma would be there as well. And we watched the ball drop when I was a you know adolescent. And people were excited. Hey, it's 1999. Hey, it's 2003. Who would have thought? You know, here's the future. Um, 2023 just seemed like um i don't know when they bring out like the eighth fast and the furious like all right we're we're kind of over this now like there's nowhere else to bring the story you get nothing um, new and you're gonna love it you're gonna we're gonna recycle every bit of uh piece of this horse that we kill we hit it with the car we hit it with our tractor now we got to eat this horse and we got to eat all of it we got to eat the nose bits, the, the hoof part. We got to figure out a way to make it good. 
20, yeah, the, I, I don't the know what you're talking about. The, the... <laughs> <laughs> Even your background is darker, Ryan. Like you're in a darker I want room. To, your room has darkened. I want to channel the vibe of darkness. This is like in The Righteous Gemstones when Calvin, the youngest son of the preacher and patriarch Eli Gemstone, turns into a goth-like corner and he starts to believe in the dark angel the devil the satanic why do we why are we drawn into this and and who who can we burn to punish for this because folks we know that a good cleansing is always important and in a vengeful society we know that the the exploitation and murders wheel will continue to grind us all away until until we are until we are dead and we don't feel it anymore so um yeah let's go back to that okay ryan the positive is you have more to read on your cold open that's right as you may or may not have heard from leaks on certain traceable back channels not naming names Tristan in social media room. I'm watching you. I have very big news to share coming up later this episode. But first, how about them Jaguars? That's right. I have been a lifelong Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Where I grew up. Where I was born and raised as a child. But seeing that game last week, that performance to come back what I believe was maybe the fourth biggest comeback in NFL playoff history. We did it. We did it, Joe. You're going to be the next playoffs. <laughs> I've got to say, I never thought three, I'd three root of those, for another team. Not, three of those but not biggest. only root for another team, become a fan. Put myself in the hat, in the colors of Jaguar Nation. That's a, that's a heart that's pulsing teal blood. Do, 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 do. And there's waves in the background from the Atlantic Ocean. Brian, do you want to talk about, do you want to tell me a little bit about your night out? That night you were out and about, was there anything fun that happened? Your number one Jacksonville, Freakvillian, North Floridian, Margaritaville, Archipelagoian News Network, Garbage Juice Sports has once again pulled the boldest prediction from its hat of tricks, folks. Up yours, yours, moralist. From a city known for its boldness. Shout out Bold City Brigade, ATL Division. That's right. Jacksonville, also known as the Bold City. It's original. No other city's ever done that. Yes, you know where I'm going with this. Jacksonville, you silly little bitch. You've done it again. Another big, big come from behind. Come big from behind or don't come at all victory. (laughs) Who's right? Who's writing this stuff? Oh, in the playoff, 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 playoff. This is a playoff explosion. This is like a mm. 
This is like Amen. a, a 5.0 on the Richter scale. This Christ, Joe, is that what you think it did? This is not, this, this Pre- kind of, folks, this Preach. kind of victory does not happen. And um, yeah, folks, uh, we predicted this back in August 2022. It's been a wild ride, but we called it. And that's why you love us, folks. Uh, that's why you listen to the show. What's that? Uh, where will this story go next for the Jaguars? I just hope we can win a game. We have a lot to say coming up in the show about what what's happening emotionally. What are the vibes with the team? What are the vibes with the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, down there in Freakville, up there and over there? For a lot of our international listeners, uh, we thank you. Um, Domo arigato. Uh, bonjour, uh, au revoir, hola, bienvenidos. Uh, that's just a, that's just a few different languages. You kidding me? Of Guten Morgen, <laughs> just a few different languages from of vast nations across the world for our international patrons. And that was a disgraceful performance, um, in my opinion. And then, uh, of course. Uh, just a real quick shout out uh, down South Florida area. Better luck next year to the eternal one, Thomas Bradington of the Bradington Buccaneers. Bye bye. Down there in the in the uh, the Bay Area, they couldn't pull it off. What are your thoughts there? Did you see Tommy uh, touchdown taking it all the way? Were you thinking that might have gone further? I uh, know he's he's pretty old. It's amazing that the man can even find his way to the stadium every week. Let alone play in the game. He's going to have one of his sons drive him. We know that. (laughs) Or ride with him with a private driver. Maybe right right there on his lap. I I honestly, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if it's weird behavior, what he's doing. I'm not surprised at all. He looked horrible. He looked real slow and old. In my opinion, that sucks. He's done. Uh, 20, I thought, 22 years, 26 thought, years. How many, how long has he been in the league? 42 years. He kind of pushed it beyond what other uh, final year quarterbacks were doing. Uh, listener, um, you might, you might remember. He, he gave up his marriage for this season. He gave up his, he, like he got divorced. <laughs> That's right. Splitsville for Tom Brady and Giselle Bunchen. This reveal, along with the rumor that the couple has been living separately for the last couple of months, came as a shock to many, especially after seeing the glowing way in which Brady has spoken about the relationship in the not-so-distant past. Apparently, because the woman, uh, Giselle something. Bunchin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was like, hey. Football, like he had a concussion last year. I mean, he has concussions pretty much. I mean, we don't talk about it, but he does have concussions. And he's, I don't really think it's a healthy thing for your body to go through. If you play... Football this year. Fucking out. If you think back to training camp this summer, Brady missed nearly two weeks of action. I'm tired of this shit. I want you home. I want you to take care of the fucking kids. And everyone and their mother seemed to think that it was because of a blowout fight between the couple following Brady's now infamous decision to unretire after just a month of retirement. Doing the goddamn dishes. I'm tired of it. And I he said, was not sure if this no, was gonna, a real story. I'm going to go play football one more year. And she said, okay. Yeah, that's a pretty serious indicator. I'm fucking out. I don't want to deal with this shit anymore. You're fucking out. Sad but true. She Kenny Powers' yeah. his ass. She's like, can't you just work from home? Can't you just like 
she do a podcast or something from the house. And, and he absolutely has an open mic on the show. Tom Brady, if you're listening, <laughs> give us an email. We'll give you Garbage tips. Juice. We'll give you tips on how to get started on a podcast, Tom. Garbage juice pod at Gmail. Uh, Tom Brady um, of the Bradington Buccaneers and down there in Tampa Bay. Give us a shout on the, on our email or call me. Um, what back, were your thoughts, Ryan? Go back to enough with uh, my thoughts. Okay, I thought you know what he's is he in the playoffs? He's in the playoffs. Well, okay, maybe the magic's still there. And I thought to myself, I've bet against him in the past and never again until he's actually done. He's he's already gone past the point of that old age uh, bracket, that old age um, thing for quarterbacks uh, by a couple of years. Uh, listener, Jaguar fan, you're going to remember a, an old Dan Marino in his last game getting beat 62 to 14 or something by the Jacksonville Oof. Jaguars out Oof. of all teams. Yeah, the Jaguars beat the 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 life out of them. Beat the crud out of them. It was going to be his last game, and it's uh, – what did he do to deserve that? I, I don't I don't know. Did he sleep with the coach's wife at the time? Was there some kind of hit put in? Was he just just uh having a terrible day? But it was his last game. And um you that was know, January 15th, 2000. Yeah. Dan Marino losing to um looks like Jay Fiedler. If you remember Jay Fiedler. The legendary Jay Fielder. Nathan Fielder, Nathan J. Fielder, now on uh, HBO. Check him out. Yeah. Nathan for you. Nathan 62 for, to 7. Oof. Nathan for you, fucking ass quarterback. What? That's the guy that came in after Dan Marino? No. Um, they benched. were getting beat so bad that, remember Mark Brunel? You remember Mark Brunel? You probably had a Mark Brunel poster on your wall. I always wanted, or, I always wanted a jersey, uh, Mark Brunel jersey. Like only kind of though. I always only kind of wanted one. Never enough. Never had enough money. If, if I had more uh, disposable income during those years, I probably would have bought one, a nice one, one of those um, top top brand apparel jerseys that mm. they make with the player's name on it and number. I probably would have wore that shit all the time. I did have a, I think Pete Mitchell jersey, like one of the first tight Ooh. ends. Right. One of the first tight ends <laughs> of the Jaguars that like had a that was able to score touchdowns or something. Um, and I have met a lot of famous Jaguars. What I want. Keenan McCardle, Jimmy, Jimmy Smith. Smith. James Stewart. Uh feel like I've met Fred Taylor, or maybe just in a dream. Uh, <laughs> never Maurice, never met Maurice Jones Drew, although he does seem pretty cool. I think I've met a couple uh people on the line. Circe, Leon Circe. I think I've seen Tony Baselli in person. Where would you have met these people? Oh, just around gorgeous North Florida. The Jacksonville, <laughs> the beautiful Jacksonville beaches there. <laughs> the North Flor Florida coastal Margaritaville archipelago. Chain of vibes. 
And I'd like to segue here. Uh, speaking of the NFL Jaguars, uh, as I watched the Jaguars turn their 2022-2023 season around, again, as I totally predicted, I found myself over the past couple of weeks reflecting deeply on the regenerative properties of forgiveness in not only sports, but also life. So I'm coming into, I guess, um, more of a wisdom phase of my life and in, in my old age. Mm. Mm. As a 50, as a 55 year old, it's a big mark. I'll be turning 55 here just in about a month. <laughs> um Oh, that's amazing. And I, I just I feel the cold, the cold tide of death arising from from the ground up. Wanted to take me back in there. Um, but again, uh, forgiveness is this is going to be the key listener. Um, we're going to we're going to really go in deep into act self-actualizing the impure impurities. We want to open up our chakras to these things and become vulnerable. Once again, um, understanding our, our imperfections and accepting those flaws as normal and extremely human can help spark growth and ultimately accelerate success. I'll be doing a seminar in Orlando, Florida coming up here. Um, I think I mentioned that on the last episode, but we're going to, we're going to get into more of that. Um, but yes, this enlightenment, right, generated by the success, again, of the 2022-2023 Jaguars has encouraged me to reunite with my ex-wife in an affair of passion and lust. Yes, do I have your attention, folks? I have once again been in close quarters and contact with my beautiful ex-wife. Oh, wow. I don't even know what to say. And I'm not done. That then sparked oh the idea of re-cohabitation by way of relocation. No. Because you know her as living in Austin, Texas. That's right. Yeah. And you know me here in the Grand Castle of Garbage Use Podcast headquarters in beautiful Atlanta, Georgia, roughly two weeks ago. Mind you, listener, we're, we're now recording this uh, January 19th. So, yeah, just over two weeks ago. Um, as my former wife <laughs> and now current roommate. What? No. Flew, what? Yes. It is something I've held off for quite a while now. And I said, yes, let's be friends. And we kept a beautiful friendship and we always, we always had a great way to make each other laugh. But I said, I know how beautiful I am and how challenging this is going to be for you to be around me. And as a separated and I've, and I held strong to those uh, beliefs of semen retention. Um, as we mentioned at, at the top of the show, retaining is actually bad. And we're going we're gonna to get into more of that here in a moment. Um, so, again, we fly. We're, we're hanging out here through the holidays. We're enjoying the luxuries of uh, 
great companionship and uh, just enjoying each other's company. And we come up with this absolutely, totally sane idea. And this is a, this has been my holiday season, more or less. We fly back to Austin. We pack up her apartment, right? We are there for like a day and a half. We get the U-Haul. We pack up all of her stuff in a matter of a 14-hour period. And it's the middle of the night. And you already know I like getting stuff done. You know that I'm going to be completely motivated. There's no one else in the world. Completely motivated to say. Like Ryan B. Sand. I took on um, all of the jobs you could imagine, like an apprenticeship type uh, upward climb to be like a professional mover. I've done jobs where you just put things in boxes uh, or just lift up boxes. I've done jobs where you load uh, a mattress in the back of your pickup truck every day for three years. I've done jobs where you load, unload container trucks. I have so uh, when it comes done, to the loading done jobs unloading where you just have to drive pieces of furniture for weeks on end straight. Thing. On top of all of that, packing it down tight. And then driving like crazy. And I said, we're going to do this 15-hour drive. And it was tough because I was starving when we get on the road around midnight. But I tell you, Oof. it's a great time to be on the road because that's when you, you don't have the traffic. Um, yeah, no traffic. You don't but have the traffic. You also, aren't you getting a little bit sleepy at that time? Yeah, well... Th- that's when you bring out the nose beers. That's right. <laughs> I'm talking about meth. The meth pipe <laughs> and the crack cocaine. <laughs> that's when you that's when you start the party and you see just how many <clears throat> how many cars you can pass up going 90 miles an hour in a fully loaded mid-size U-Haul. You see how you can you see how many heads will turn when you're just barreling down the road, the loudest thing on the road because it's some you somehow got a 1994 U-Haul somehow they're still running, and you know that the it's the engine's probably been rebuilt several times. Um, so one thing that was pretty cool going through Houston in the U-Haul. As I thought I was going fast at 80, 90 miles an hour, I got passed up by what felt like a uh, Tom Cruise-powered fucking fighter jet. Uh, A Corvette rocked my world, passing me at what felt like no less than 180 miles per hour. Oh, crap. I've been passed up uh, up and down the Atlanta roads by a car speeding, but this was insane. And they do everything bigger in Texas, so uh, we'll tip How our. How fast were they going? I, like it was like 200 miles an hour. <laughs> like I'm not even lying. Have you ever seen a car do 200 miles an hour? It it, it the sound wave hits you. That's why people love the NASCAR race. The fucking sound hits you when they're going that fast. I get passed up by people racing all the time. And you're like, yeah, they're going sure. 
They're yeah, going like no, a buck forty. Let, let's step back one second and say Ryan is not unfamiliar with the road, right? Like you know the roads, you know the highways. You're out there I, a lot on the streets. I, unfortunately, I'm out there. <laughs> and this this Corvette. Woo! Woo, doggy. It, it was pretty tight to see, so that kept me entertained for a while. It was trying uh, to go back to the future. It was going so fast. Yeah, it's quarter mile in like no time ahead of me in these <laughs> uh, 32 lane open uh, one 3 a.m. Um, Katy Houston stretch. It's like 20 miles, and you go through the city, and it's a stretch of every single store brand name sign building you've ever seen in your entire life no matter what state you've lived in every single one you pass in in about 20 30 miles between the two the uh, major metropolitan area of houston and you get the thing about driving through houston is you get more of uh, an effect you get more of a uh, it's like wow this is impressive this is a big city because you get it all strutted out for you in one long straightaway where um, other cities, their roadways don't make any sense at all. And they cut and chop up and they, and they go through neighborhoods and downtowns and everywhere else in between. It's like if a city lined up all of their companies and buildings and stores, restaurants and everything in one stretch. So mm. it's just, it, but it's so much more than that, of course. It's a massive place. It's fucking Houston. It's there, folks. Check it I don't out. Know. I've Houston. never been, dude. It's, it I've is, never been. It is uh, a city that, you know, has a lot of fucking people. And the, the state is so massive that you drive, yeah, I, you, it I takes. I've never met anyone from Houston. It was, they. I can't even name one person. They stay in there, just like people from Florida stay, because <laughs> it's everywhere. It's everywhere else that that people are moving to um, the God's good old Gracelandville of the South, not just Memphis. Wait, wait, wait. So you, you, and um, you and Darlene are back together, like living together. That's right. Like she's listening to this podcast. She may or may not be here. She was at uh, Derby practice. She's joining the Derby ah. team. And, derby. Yes. Um, this move, of course, was initiated by the new ruling that all residents living south of downtown Austin, she lived just south of downtown, uh, will need to work for one of three companies taking over the city of Austin. <laughs> They'll everyone's going to have to work at Google, Apple or Tesla. There's just giant factories that will take over. So, yes. Um, again, folks, in a season of loving vibes. Fueled by James Cameron's masterpiece, Avatar 2, The Way of the Water. Did you guys success, see that together? Yes, we did. Is that who took the picture of you there? It's I all should have asked who took coming back. Yes. I should have asked, hey, Ryan, who took that picture of you at Avatar? 
who would have been with you at the movie? Darlene. Yes, the Avatar 2, The Way of the Water, and the success of the Jacksonville Jaguars. This is the vibes that's reunited with me with my ex-wife into a passionate love affair of the heart. Um, do we have an official title yet? No. Are we madly in love? Always. I'm a huge fan of love, and I understand um, it might be a new concept for a lot of our listeners, but rest assured, if you have any questions at all, you have our email. Reach out to us, pod at gmail, and you can. Um, it's, it'll be like a, a call-in show, and we can really promote. I, I can uh, guide some of our listeners, maybe our younger listeners are going through some relationship quarrels themselves and just need some guidance. I think uh, as... Um, hey. Hey, Dr. Ryan, this is uh, this is Zane over here in Philadelphia. I, you know, I've been asking this girl out for a while, and she won't go out with me. Uh, it's kind of curious what I could do to get her attention. Uh, thanks for the, thanks for the time, Dr. Ryan. So- Zane, thank you for, so much for the call. We're going to take this one <laughs> off air, offline. Zane's question is an excellent question and, and uh, some of our longtime listeners are going to know that peacocking is the answer. It's plain and simple. Dress to impress. No more grays. The uh, the uh, virgin um, image of just a lame, quiet boy is no more. You're going to progress into something better. Uh, well, I think that would be a great show. A great episode. Dr. Ryan, House of Love. And people yes. just call right in. Send their questions, their concerns, their their problems, and you're there to answer them. Because I know if I have a real problem, I'll come to Ryan because mm-hmm. he'll have the answer for me. It's not going to be the right answer a lot of the time, but there will be an answer. Just by him saying that's a tough one, something I'm, like that. I'm I'm open to being the sounding board that people need to do uh, manic chaos level decisions i'm i'm open to being that uh maverick that allows you to do the big jump needed Could, to who, make who better to advise you on relationship advice than the man who drove to austin or was or was in austin packed up her entire his entire ex-wife's house yes into a u-haul yes and drove 15 hours straight starting at midnight after a Atlanta. full day of moving after a full day of moving everything this woman owns, loading that into a U-Haul, driving it all the way to Atlanta, 15 hours nonstop, high on methamphetamine, or let's call it what it is, Adderall. I had to well, go. I mean, to Adderall the, is methamphetamine. I had to go to those shady yeah, buildings but, downtown but that's, Austin. That's who I want. Go into the alleyways of Facebook and talk to the employees and the interns. <laughs> The inter point me to your intern, the, inter- the Facebook interns. <laughs> hey, which of you guys gets Adderall and who can I buy it from? I should hand that shit out in the cafeteria. So, yeah, obedient robotic workers. Listen, uh, listen so- to the person that is like a um, a walk. Your heart, if your heart was personified, because that's that's what our year is going to be about personifying your heart and making it open with all of your chakras accepting good nurturing 
good in others, elevating yourself, and profits will come. Uh, great success and getting all of all of the cars you could ever want. It's a huge house, but it's like mostly a garage because you love cars, <laughs> and that's that's what we bring. As a um, podcasting radio network, um, so yeah, listener, call in. We're gonna we're gonna bring you that number uh, in the show notes. We're gonna have that as a call in show. We're gonna set that up. We're gonna. Uh, get to that dang intern department and see uh, why none of these guys want to work anymore, but we're going to make them work because we already got the secret and success to that. It's called love, folks. This is all um, sparked by James Cameron, the masterpiece of Avatar 2, The Way of the Water, the success of the Jacksonville Jaguars 2022-2023 season. Um, it's already a Super Bowl winning slam Was dunk. she there with you at the bar you're watching the, the game at too? Boom! Detective Lee strikes again, folks. Wow. You are you are like about to bowl a fucking turkey. In the bowling alley, the turkey's about to come on the screen, do a little gobble, wobble, gobble thing, and and they, um, yeah, you're about to hit three strikes in a row. Well, well, look, the I, bowling I'm happy. Time. I'm ha- happy for you. you know? Thank you. I'm Thank happy you. for you. I really debated, um, as it is uh, personal news, to just wait to tell you on air, but you're so dang good at reactions. You're authentic, and you're wise beyond your years. So I wanted to make sure that we captured this live on camera. Yeah, it's honestly a lot for me to process. You know, I thought all that was in the past. Um, you know, I may not. I'm well, not so, so like did it, but so did we. So did we. I, I might not seem like it, but I can be sensitive, certainly. And uh, bringing someone else who in who I now have to compete for attention, Ryan. It's uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard. Let me just, again, reify and amplify. My heart chakras are open for not just my newest, but former, now current slam piece, but also, <laughs> also the love of my life, the Garbage's Podcast Radio Network, and my favorite co-mic, best friend. I think it's beautiful, and I think that everyone, uh, it means a lot to me. And it's beautiful when um, T2 
two men share their love with each other on a podcast because it is what um, it is what some might describe as cringe. But mm. uh, hats off, hats off again to um, just the proper vibes, and that's why you tune into the show because you're looking for a direction. People are out there running around like madmen with their heads down, ready to murder whoever might be in their way. But you got to make sure one thing, you bring you, you bring the love. You got to bring the love sauce. Otherwise, it's a raw, chafe-inducing deal. And no one wants that. And well, again, I'm glad you've opened your uh, chakras there. I'm again, glad let this all in. Uh, retaining your semen is actually unhealthy and you need to share it. We gave it away by doing that. Like we've always said here on the show, share <clears throat> semen retention is a fad exercise and do not follow. We gave them the friggin' do not follow the fad, mm. uh, men's uh, health guidance from um, uncredited sources on YouTube. In fact, don't even go so, on YouTube. YouTube is it's gonna. It's going to be the opposite of love, but yes. Have you, um, so how long has this been going on? About a month. That's right. Mm. It's been a month. And uh, and this is the first time I'm hearing about, this is the first time I'm hearing about it. It's been a month. It's important. So before Christmas. Yes. Yes. And it is important. Just like a dream, just like a vivid dream in one's own life. She's been living with you for that period no, of time? No, no, no. She's been here. Okay. Uh, I guess almost two weeks. Okay. It's been a busy couple weeks, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> if you have a dream, it's really vivid and important. That's a message sent from aliens to you. That's a message by, <laughs> by gods of love delivered to you and you don't have to tell anyone to make sense out of it if you have a serious commitment in your own life and in your heart you do the same you make sure that it's right before you proclamate and yeah. again we only deliver the the finest cut of wisdom here at garbage Juice podcast and we Let's uh, proclamate um to uh pro uh to um yes procreate yes that was the word i was looking for <laughs> to proclaim like the verb adjective <laughs> to proclaim what Look, I didn't make these words up. All right, <laughs> I, I don't know who wrote. I don't know who wrote today's script either. I don't, I don't know who's writing this. One now. of the one of the interns, Ryan. I'm just the beautiful face that delivers it. Oh yeah. So again, what is keeping me as a new member of AARP, 55 year old turning man next month? What's keeping me sane? This gloomy season, stressing the love, just pouring it on heavy. And I, I recommend that, um, folks, because I think if we see anything, it'll be uh, we look into, we take our crystal ball out 
and we look into the future, what we're going to see is um, some moments that might not have had enough love sprinkled upon them. Hmm. Lee, do you have, Lee, do you have, have you, have you articles prepared? I could pull some things let's, up real fast. Let's, uh, uh, it doesn't take two seconds. I, sometimes we're just talking. Sometimes the articles, like it's a waste. So I don't want to have something pulled up that I'm like too much into. I feel that. Um, I'm very happy for you guys. I'm happy for you. You know, whatever makes you happy. Maybe, you know, people, people learn from the mistakes they've made. Yeah. Sometimes if those mistakes or those, let's say, character flaws can be patched mm. up, sealed yeah. up, then maybe uh, a, a relationship can be returned to. That's right. Be put down and returned to. Not everything has to be the end forever. Absolutely. Um, the reality show MILF Manor, which premiered on Sunday night, has already picked up more awards than some programs will ever enjoy. Various Twitter users have anointed it the most disgusting show, the worst show, and also the darkest thing I've ever seen on television. Remember we had talked about the darkness when we started this podcast, Ryan? Yes, yes, indeed. There's no Sorry. denying that the overlying concept is rather horrifying. Eight mothers descend on a Mexican villa all single and ready to mingle with an octet of 20-something men who happen to be their sons. The program's Oedipal twist emerges in the beginning of the first episode, a front-loaded affair that struggles to know what to do with itself once the vaguely incestuous and thoroughly cringy reveal is out of the way. The most uncomfortable aspect of Milk Manor it's not the silly title, nor the eerily smooth foreheads that abound. It's the unsettling truth that lies at the show's ridiculously well-toned core. Milf Manor is a celebration of an entrenched American tradition, the failure to launch. According to 2022 census data, 19% of men ages 25 to 34 still live with their parents. Filial devotion to one's mother is all the rage from prince harry's memoir of the moment to the blah 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 oh my god this is so long-winded so like the moms are in this show and then they bring all their sons as dating like things so like the mother's going after the other mother's sons that are in the house so if okay the listener um we are we have an article pulled up of course about milf manor and I think maybe one's own knee-jerk reaction is going to say, oh, that's messed up. That's no, wrong, buzzer sound, insert. <laughs> Here's the deal. If you are a cougar, you're really just someone fantasizing about your friend's son, your friend's adult son. That's just, it's actually very natural. Mm. So ah. the other members of your pride, the fellow uh, cougarses have become a unit of sorts. They become a pack and you're naturally very, very attracted to, to the other members, uh, adult offspring. It's, it's going to be how that works. And um, so again, I, I think viewing this with the right lens, I, I see, I see hit television. I see, uh, NBC primetime 
the May sweeps front and center going up strong milf manor Emmys <laughs> trophies whatever whatever television gets that's what I see coming uh, from milf manor um, just an all-around class act type uh, writing and and um, uh, whoever who, the concept of this um, Nobel Prize beauty top tier talent minds of creativity i i love to see it and i think the opening trailer hints towards a big reveal and i think about 85 percent of people that see it say to themselves once it's ended and cut to black once they see it Mm. they say what are they about to fuck each other's sons so it's kind of (laughs) you kind of already guessed that that's what's going to (laughs) happen Because it's also, you know, it's like you and your mom live uh, near or around Orlando. So what are you going to do? You're going to get on a, a reality show. That's what you do with your mom and her, her well, yeah. So you're going to go after your mom's friends. And this, uh, this is an aggressive move. Um, but maybe maybe it's what, um, what we're going to see more of. Really horny primetime television. <laughs> what else is going to counter uh... TikTok? Nothing, nothing except nothing except this stuff, nothing except the direction that and and do you know what um, channel it's on, by the way, TLC, the learning channel. Did they take on a lot of reality shows? Was that VH1? Um, Probably around um, just a couple major players. TLC is an American cable television channel owned by Warner Brothers Discovery first established in 1980 as The Learning Channel and initially focused on educational and instructional programming, like how to fuck your mom's friend now, right? <laughs> Originally? Learning? By the late 90s, they did. Oh, they yeah, because it was home improvement It was stuff, acquired, right? and now it's doing all re- reality television, focusing on lifestyle, personal stories, Um now that the learning channel is like totally phased. It used to be the learning channel when we were kids, but I guess they just yeah. call it TLC now because it can't be the learning channel because there's no learning to be had anymore. That's finished. Folks, we know everything. No need to learn. <laughs> just watch this shit that we're smearing on the screen. God. I, yeah, it's all like to- the toddlers and tiaras, bake, like the baking shows little people you know like little people couples things like that eight octo mom you know that's all tlc stuff this is, um, they cashed in on it they they leaned into sideshow circus traveling act yeah like 600 pounds yeah that's that's very funny because that's what my boy tim dylan said is that this is all these back in the day he was talking about you know like the thousand pound sisters you know that show also another great show on the learning channel these women uh, in Kentucky, um, he said that the, in the past they would have been part of a freak show, like a traveling freak show that would go around and you would pay money to go see the thousand pound sisters. Whether it's a freak or not, now it's people are still going to pay money because they're interested. And this is what <laughs> this is what you would do. Yeah, you would. This is exactly what you would do for entertainment. For sure. Without question. I'm not saying it's the right thing to do. I'm just saying like uh now it's just commoditized into television. Look, 
we're gonna do uh we're gonna do a a watch party of uh milf manor we're gonna yes. live stream it on twitch yes we are um and we're gonna watch it together and and gossip and talk about the moms and the sons how far um, are we in the first season was the first season complete um it's got oh man it's got a three out of four out of ten on imdb right now it's gonna be a tough watch four uh out of ten so the 20th oh the first episode hasn't even come out yet okay so we have i don't get this channel i don't have i don't have cable tv so i don't know how i'm gonna watch this then what is it stream prime video premium subscription whatever i'll find a way for us to watch this yeah so the first episode is friday night at 7 p.m hell Um, yes but it repeats saturday night at 11 p.m so maybe we can catch that showing okay and on sunday at 3 a.m yes or or after it releases we can just figure out a time to watch it anyway um both live at the same time and then we can co- at least the first episode maybe we don't have to go more than that but the mm-hmm. first episode would it be fun would that be I, funny I, I love this idea i do and how about jaguars they play in kansas city right is it another saturday game I, at this stage i think they they earn the right to play on sunday right as but they're playing on saturday yeah, they, Saturday this 4:30 is, p.m. Well, this is their lucky day. They've been they've been Saturday winners, two weeks in a row now. Wow! Oh man, NFL divisional round 4:30 p.m. Wow, uh, that's going to be a very difficult game. Yeah, yeah. We no one is going to expect the Jacksonville Jaguars, the boldest city team ever, to play the NFL. Uh, Trevor Lawrence. The, the comeback kid. Do you want to hear it? So l- l- let me read this article to you real fast. So this is just getting on the Jaguars train for a second. Jaguars QB Trevor Lawrence doubts loudness of Arrowhead Stadium. I'll read the first couple of paragraphs here. The Kansas City Chiefs are consistently known as having one of the rowdiest fan bases and loudest stadiums in football. Because of that, many young NFL players are questioned about how they will handle the atmosphere at G-E-H-A Field at Arrowhead Stadium. I guess that's where the, what they call the Kansas City thing. Arrowhead Stadium. Stadium. As the Chiefs a- prepare to face the Jacksonville Jaguars in the AFC Divisional Round, this round of the playoffs, Jaguars quarterback Trevor Lawrence said he thinks the team is prepared for it because of Jacksonville's home atmosphere. I can't imagine Arrowhead Stadium will be much louder than our fans were here on Saturday, honestly. But that was on defense, not offense, Lawrence said. Dude. I can't imagine you Kansas City folk are louder than our Freakville lunatics that were here last week. Absolutely. And if you're that, if you're even close to as loud as them, it won't even bother me. That's what he said there. I know I don't have to translate that for you, but that's what he said. Young Gandalf himself waving his cane. Saying I'm an I'm a wise 25 year old blonde adult <laughs> male. I will I will get my I will get my magical cloak in my elder age when I'm multiple thousands of years old. But now I'm only simply hundreds of years old. And he's been a uh, he's he's out there like he's playing um, defenses that are just all hobbits. He's just leaping over mm. them, just stepping on their helmet. 
uh, touchdown after touchdown. I did say at halftime on from Saturday's game against the Chargers, the NFL is losing this team to ever make the playoff. Um, the disgraceful Los Angeles Chargers go back to San Diego. I think everyone would prefer that. Um, I did say at halftime, Trevor Lawrence has thrown four interceptions. He will need to throw four touchdowns if this game will ever happen. And he did it. He did yeah. it. He was perfect. He had to be, and he did it. And shout out to the cornerback or the safety, uh, someone the third. Um, the guy's first game, he had like five interceptions and a couple returned for touchdowns and all in one game and his first game ever. We talk about an insane roller coaster of emotions. Right. For my boy Asante Samuel Jr. Yeah. He had Junior, three picks. The man had an insane game. He was shut down defense extraordinaire. And it was his first game. He's like the first game he started or something. As a his dad is his dad, Asante Samuel. So he's Asante Samuel Jr. You know who his dad his dad was a pro yeah. bowler and a Super Bowl champion, multiple time Super Bowl champion. Yeah, like one kid, of the best uh cornerbacks looks in like that era. Looks like he has a juice. Hopefully he'll leave. Hopefully the Jaguars will go after him next season. <laughs> and you know where he went. Florida State, baby. That's right. That's Florida where State, we, baby. That's he was I not only this. he not only went to Florida State, he was born in Tallahassee. Dude. That's where I knew that name from, because I was like, there's something familiar about this name. I'd seen it before. Um, mm. Really, really great performance by former Noel, no other accolades to anyone else on the team. Nothing else. Bye bye, Chargers. Hello, Kansas City Chiefs. Um, my lover and I are thinking about going to Kansas City this weekend. So. <laughs> Hopefully, I can report. You still got those Delta flights, bro? Oh, oh, yeah, we got we got another month left. They literally end at the end of February. Oh, really? Yes. You better fucking start flying places, dude. All right, you want to meet me in Tel Aviv? (laughs) (laughs) We do a reunion Uh, trip to Tel Aviv. Fuck no. No, not right now. Well, okay, I'll cut that out. Hello to all of our Tel Aviv listeners. (laughs) <laughs> but uh you know you can you why don't y'all come down here for like a I know. day or two you know? I, I was thinking about a uh because we're thinking about oh we should go we should take advantage of this international deal i was like but what if we just did a friends tour just go meet up with friends and family well, you can do you can have your cake and eat it too i know we could probably right? catch a, we could probably if we time it right we could catch a beach day down there in Polka. Yeah, well Bo- listen now's Boca, the best time to be Boca in, Negro, uh, Boca Negro, Boca Negro in Mexico. <laughs> Down in the yeah, the peninsula. Look, you can do it all, Ryan. Listener, uh, Lee is wearing a beautiful uh, Jacksonville Seafoam Teal Jacksonville Jaguars 2022 fit. Um, it's a new era cap, and it looks sharp as hell. If you're looking for a birthday gift, a, a Valentine's Day gift, a late Martin Luther King Jr. Day gift, get that Jacksonville Jaguars cap. How about, you'll find, how about a, you'll find a you know, link to that. I was never expecting a teal cap, yeah. like a teal hat to look so, so nice, clean. to look so good. And, and the thing is, all you had to do was put the Jaguar on the front. 
I would per- honestly, I would prefer the 95 Jaguar logo that was a direct mm. ripoff of the car company. And okay. I would prefer that one. Um, I think we should uh, come out with a line of product promoting the old Jaguar logo uh, as our own, coming up with a new logo. Yeah. If we were going to change yeah. our logo, company logo, it would be the ripoff Jaguar. We would do our own ripoff of Jaguar uh, car company. I mean, we are a Jaguars podcast now, so that's we can right. Use whatever well, fucking we, Jaguar we want. We've um, we told everyone about their looming success that was always inevitable. Yeah, we predicted. Yeah, it. well, we've been talking about being a um, a Jaguars podcast for a while. Now it's finally official. Just like the yeah. same breaking news as Darlene moving in back with you. Yes. We have or we have more breaking news that we're a Jaguars fan uh discussion podcast now we're That's not going right. to discuss really any of the players or any like thing that stupid or boring or whatever we're just fans right and we hope they'll win you want to go to the next article here next article not only we not only do i hope they win i'm confident they're going to win we know there's another projection that you can save to release if it's true on sunday right and if it's not yes. true then you just yeah. cut it um, the Disney executive who made $119,500 a day. Jeff Morrell received over $8 million in compensation for less than four months' work in 2022. Seems right. Even by show business standards, former Walt Disney Company executive Jeff Morrell netted a massive payday from his brief time in Hollywood. Mr. Morrell started working at Disney in January 2022 as the company's Chief Corporate Affairs Officer. He left less than four months later following a public's public relations implosion. So basically the collapse of the job he like the department he was supposed to oversee that led to employee protests and pitted the company and then CEO Bob Chapik against Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. It was all about the don't say gay bill, you know? And Disney yes. went very hard against it in the state of Florida. And DeSantis said, you know what? Fuck you guys. I'm pulling all your fucking rights. They had like all these different rights to tax a di- certain districts to make money and shit. They're like, fuck you. You can't tax shit anymore. We're finished with you. If you're going to talk shit about us, right? It was like this kind of back and forth. So this guy who was the corporate affairs officer, it was literally his job to make sure that everything was cool. You know, like that Disney, everything was cool with all their partners, politics, other corporations, et cetera, that everything was cool, right? We had good PR, we had good relations with everyone. Literally public relations. We have good public relations with everyone. And within four months, it had completely collapsed. He had he worked 70 weekdays. He made 8.3 million in total compensation, or about $119,500 a day. When the payouts associated with his termination agreement are taken into account, so there's payouts also like to him in his agreement termination, not just his comp, but then there's like a golden parachute, as we say. Mm. That per day figure jumps up to $176,000 a day. They paid him $500,000 to move his family to Los Angeles from London and then another $500,000 to move away when he lost the job. So they paid him a million bucks to come and a million bucks to go. Uh, and then after he left, Disney bought his $4.5 million home that he had purchased because he wanted to move back to London after Disney, after this huge corporate failure, essentially. Um, 
We need a this like, even the investors are calling it over the top. A Disney executive uh star member of the month uh, segment <laughs> on the show because these these uh all-star swindlers are goaded. They're getting the bag. This man is man or woman is collecting some serious change here. What is what is happening over there? His headquarters in he, Orlando he or Southern California. Four million dollars to to fail in in uh, California. This is in the Californian. The, yeah, because you don't. If you had to choose, you'd say, "Well, it we might have started in Florida." Did they start in Florida or California? The, the Disney. I mean, I, they have Disney World, and and I mean, they got a lot of shit all over the place. It's they got I, both. Yeah. I guess they do things both places. Whatever's cheapest to do in one place, they do it there, and whatever's cheapest but effective to do in one place, they do it there. But if you're an executive, you own like jets, so you can live wherever. Jeez, can you imagine? One hundred and seventeen, one hundred and seventy-six thousand dollars per workday. I think that's a fair wage. I think some. <laughs> If, you, if I were to break down <laughs> the amount of days that I need that I actually worked in 2022, and um, if I were to put a price tag on them, I'd want it to look closer to that number than the actual number that it was. I think uh, we should all be. That's amazing. We should all uh, not fear to cut into our boss's pay to put more into our own pocket. I think that's nothing. Nothing quite like loving yourself. Then making sure that your boss does not get paid a hundred thousand dollars a day, unless everyone is getting somewhere closer to that, <laughs> then the dollar is in a weird place. Then it becomes like a um, South American peso, and then things cost like thirty-two thousand U.S. and it's just it's the equivalent of six dollars or something. I really want to. There's this article here that I wanted to go to as well. I mean, that's like obviously it's fucking outrageous, like. 90% of the people who work at Disney don't make that much money in a year. I promise you that. Uh, that yeah, you made it I, I don't. I guess the value of this one individual is so high. Must have been can, so extreme. We can just uh, we can assume that, yeah, we these are the important people that we need to protect. Um, this is why we should have they should have the ability to have like their own police escort whenever they need it walled premise walled compound with armed guards it's just better a moat it's just better if a, this is people that make that kind of money can have a moat around their house for protection so no one can breach their their property um i how how do you feel about doing a shorter episode today what do you mean we've gone like an hour and a half what's short about that yeah how do you feel about wrapping her on up you got you, you got to get attention to your lady friend yeah i, I feel like it. you're you're just more fulfilled now ah yeah i don't have the rage in my heart anymore and um you like don't care and you're like completely satiated now i guess this is a this is what happens goodbye. when you stop retaining yeah. semen goodbye to everyone <laughs> it's been a fun journey <laughs> Never, never to. I'm over it, folks. I'm tired of this. All of it. It's 
it's actually boring me. I got shows to watch with my lover. We're going to watch all types of shows together. We're going to have, we're going to be into each other's lives as compa- uh, caring and compassionate, but also acknowledge that we've made mistakes in the past. We should work on each other. We should work on ourselves. Well, look, I had an article pulled up for to talk about the worst of airlines in 2022. What is the yeah. title? The best and worst of U.S. airlines of 2022. Wrap, wrap, to wrap uh, up the show, we're going to get one more. Paywall. We're going to get one more article. And that article isn't is. And then is the other thing was Trump sesh. destroying Ron DeSantis poll that they did. That was the other what? thing I found. Like, really? They did a Republican primary voter poll for um uh for 2024 obviously this and trump it. got 50 percent of pro- republican primary voter support to 30 percent for ron DeSantis. this is folks this is that's kind of like across the country this is the first i'm hearing about this <laughs> um the, the campaign of ron DeSantis lived a beautiful life for president of 2024 because <laughs> our boy started. is back in it that is some serious juice coming in in the 11th hour of Garbage Juice podcast. What a shocker. What a shocker in, a, in an episode filled with shockers. Um, boys are back in town. This juice is spicy. What will what will that Republican convention look like going into 2024? Um, who knows? Who knows what what favorabilities Trump might see in the moment or what favor, like what biases went into that poll? Because I. Oh, getting a little, getting a little thin Lizzie in the background. That's a, boys are back that's in a, town. That's a real the Trump strong, boys are back in town. This is such a strong vibe. Hughes coming back. Hughes coming back. QAnon's in, coming back. Yes. That's what I'm talking about. The, the Trump family's coming back. One. They're back. Like we thought they would gone. They're back, baby. He can't, Full on. He cannot leave the spotlight. The spotlight loves him. So DeSantis, um, he's gonna have a lot of fans. I, just, I don't know. I'd rather just have him stay here and be our governor in Florida. It's, it's yeah. way better that way. Why Dude, even why even worry about the rest of the country? Fuck him. He can he he could say that he never even cared about running for presidency. He could just say whatever he wants. Hopefully yeah. he does. He, he, he could acknowledge us now. Yeah, he can do uh, whatever he wants. Not gonna... he, never, he never was like, uh, oh, I want to be president. I don't know. I don't like even if there even if this goes into the um the conventions and the and the the primary type things that they do leading up to the national like committed candidate that the party chooses it won't that like it won't sour the water they'll still try to get their own content streams they'll, they'll i mean they'll still try to um just they they both can run they both could run right but it would just have to be whoever and they would coalesce the way that the the party does but they themselves wouldn't have to coalesce they they wouldn't have to say mm. anything i mean would it be strange no. if desantis won the nomination from the party? I think so. I think it would just be kind of predictable that Trump would, but but people have been saying the opposite. So it is a people have been saying Trump is done, but baby Trump, Trump is never done. Never. Yeah. Never. Uh last uh, the 
prime minister of New Zealand resign suddenly. Uh oh. I know what this job takes, and I no longer have enough in the tank to do it justice. It's that simple. The prime minister. She was, uh, she, I think, 30 something years old when she got the job a few years back. Um, can you imagine the difficulty in being the prime minister of a country like New Zealand? Just the daily struggles you need to go through. It's like being to a make principal. sure you're. <laughs> it, it, it's a, yeah, it's an administrative position. <laughs> and I think that I think that uh, really um, brings us full circle to James Cameron, who is doing Avatar in New Zealand, and perhaps being connection. being the the incredible mind that James Cameron is he's maybe going to take over that position prime minister of the country while he's making those movies because it was just it's just going to be much easier if he can just yeah, oversee yeah, yeah. because he's already <laughs> he's already so good at overseeing that whole process <laughs> right and he's he's been steadfast through the years of keeping his vision his vision and not having to cower to the to the studios he could make the whole country a movie he could turn the country into a movie he could turn his citizens into the blue people into the navi right genetic enhancements you know and just a just precisely a, just an excellent uh futuristic quality of, of uh cgi so it's seamless yeah. it's right there and no one would really know any different. I mean, how many people from New Zealand have you met in your life? No one. I've met people yeah, that exactly. have been. You wouldn't even realize it. I've met he people could make been, people blue but... and tall and shoot all the movies there. He could. The whole thing could be a reality show every day in New Zealand, which is now the home of the Navi. Yes. And no one would know any different. So I like where your head's at. And we can, we can plane on that note. I think so. We can land the plane on that, that note. Um, and hopefully this weekend we all get to catch the Javi Jacksonville Jaguars in Kansas City. I cannot wait. It cannot um, come soon enough. The way the water, uh, the water Navi were very similar. It's very similar to people from Jacksonville Beach. It's like really, <laughs> it's, it's so so similar to the same. Really, like chill vibe, and like chill cut. Playoffs? And I...